Hello and welcome to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. The first thing to note this week is that we are going on a bit of a summer hiatus, mini hiatus, um, for the month of July. So this episode will be out on the 30th of June, and then our next episode will be out sometime at the beginning of August, because... I'm going on a holiday and then I'm moving house. But this week we have got some theatre news as always and then off the back of a particularly exciting piece of theatre news we're going to talk about some Broadway productions current and recent, like sort of last five years-ish that we would like to transfer to the West End. Just putting it out there into the universe see if we can make these things happen. For now, theatre news. First bit of news is a little bit of casting news for the In the Heights movie. And that is that Lin-Manuel Miranda himself is going to play the Piragua guy. So, Piragua, Piragua. So, I think that it's just a nice little cameo role, sings a couple of songs. Piragua well, is one of I mean, my favourite songs song in the show. A couple of times. I love much. the song Piragua. It's great fun. It's a fun little role. It's got good energy and it's, yeah, a nice thing for him to be involved with the acting side of it without... Yes, you know, playing a role he's too old or too young for, because really, he's right in that middle age. He really so. is, yeah. So this is perfect. It's, I think it's very sweet. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. for him. Very Aww. happy for him. Some more casting news for Everybody's Talking About Jamie, the film. So they've announced the full, almost the full cast, I think, and it's got some great people in it. I'm like, it really, has, really yeah. excited. So Richard E. Grant is probably the biggest name. He's going to take on the role of Loco Chanel or Hugo. Um, Sarah Lancashire is going to play Jamie's mum. Sharon Horgan, who I love. She's, so She's fantastic. Is, She's going to play Miss Head. That which is, is great casting. Perfect. Absolutely perfect casting. Um, and Shobna Galati, who has played the role in the West End, is going to play Ray in the film as well. You may know her from Coronation Street. Mm-hmm. Very to the places. And then Max Harwood, who is currently studying at Erdang Academy, so is obviously horrifically young. But yeah, I suppose he should be. Um, mm-hmm. Is going to make his professional debut in the film as Jamie. Which is really nice. It's really, I think this is such great casting. I did a very quick Insta stalk of Max Harwood and he visually is perfect for the role. Oh, really? I've not, yeah, I don't have he, no idea what he's he looks got like. that Jamie look. Yeah. You know, but they're all people who are just so talented and I think have the right sort of vibe for this film. Mm. It's really exciting. We realised when we were talking about this um, that we actually don't know if it's a musical film or not. Like, can Sarah Lancashire yeah. sing? I don't know. I probably Will she need to? I've just kind of assumed it is, but yeah. I, I've assumed I it don't is. Know. And the fact that they've cast someone from Erdang. Yeah, it makes me feel like it is, but we really don't know. I guess Sarah Lancashire is the only one who has to of the adults who has to really be able to yeah really sing. The others can get yeah. away with like being. Fine. And I just feel like Richard E. Grant can sing. Do you know what I mean? He's that type of probably. Person. They've all been trained, I'm sure. Yes. Um. So the film's been directed by Jonathan Butterell, who also directed the stage show, and Tom McRae is writing the screenplay. Some more casting news, but stage casting this time. Extremely eagerly anticipated stage casting. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. The cast for falsettos at the Other Palace has been announced and some interesting names. I'm so excited. Rachel's very excited. I feel like you're apprehensive. I don't know. I look, I'm assuming he was cast because he did a good audition. And the he yeah. we are talking about is Matt Cardle, who's been cast in the role as Mendel, of Mendel, who is the ex-wife, lover, psych, who's a psychiatrist and a bit neurotic and just very kind of uptight, which I, it's just not the sort of role I would normally expect Matt Cardle to be cast in. But like, great for him mm-hmm. if he is, you know, got the act. I've never seen him act, like literally my knowledge of Matt Cardle is, is X Factor. X Factor. 
and so I saw him in good. Memphis mm-hmm. and obviously he's he was the lead in Memphis and it's a very it was a very comedic role but I thought that he did it extremely well like obviously he's not like I can't think of like a very good actor that I can just name off the top of my head he's no Tom Hiddleston do you know what I mean yeah. I don't even like Tom Hiddleston <laughs> that much but he's not like yeah so it'd be interesting to see him do a very I mean there it's are comedic, comedic elements but it's also it's very acty yeah it's more acty and it's a more serious show and I'm just I mean, he has been cast in Jesus Christ Superstar this Ooh, summer as well. Christ. He's having a great year. I'm really, really excited for him. He's got it's such a, a good voice. And I just like... Have we got really close... We got really good seats for this. Yeah. Excellent. I feel like we... I feel like we're like front centre. I feel like we're front centre, which is extremely exciting for me. I'll be like, Matt! Ah, so yeah, Matt Cardle, there he is. The rest of the cast, it's, you know, not just Matt Cardle. Um, Daniel, <laughs> it will be for me. I will, will only be watching <laughs> Matt Cardle. Tunnel Vision. Um, Daniel Boys will be playing Marvin. Great casting, I think. Great. He was in Avenue Q, and you may know him because he was on the Andrew Lloyd Webber reality show to be Joseph. One of the did not win. I think he came about fifth or sixth. But he but was, he's, he's had... had one of the best West yes. End careers off the back of it of For those sure. shows. So yeah, he's great, um, and that I think makes sense. He'd be a good Marvin, mm-hmm. and obviously Marvin is the central character. So good that someone of that. He's very. Is... It'll be interesting because he's very likable. Like, he's just got such a smiley, happy face. And I Marvin's reckon he can be not, smarmy. Do you think? I reckon he probably can. I bet he can, but, it'll just be, but I've never it'll be, seen yeah, him. It's a slight it's departure. Quite, it's a slight departure for everybody in this yeah. cast, isn't it? Um, Laura Pitt-Pulford will be playing Trina. Can we just agree to say Trina? I mean... Because Trina makes me upset. Like, it's Katrina, isn't it? Where else has she got that name from? Katrina. <laughs> um... Who I've not seen in anything, but I'm sure is I don't is think good. I have either. Um, Oliver Savile will be playing Wizard. I have seen Oliver Savile in Knights of the Rose, which Oof. I'm not sure was his... Um, I mean, I, I, I remember him being perfectly adequate in it, but it's not really a show you can judge anyone's acting ability from. I feel like he was also a Fiera at one point. I think he was, yeah. Mm. I believe so. And then... Cordelia and Charlotte will be played by Natasha J. Barnes and Gemma Knight Jones. So Natasha J. Barnes mm. is great. She, she was is great. in Funny Girl when nice. Sheridan Smith was not. Um, <laughs> we saw time. her in Funny Girl. We saw her in Funny Girl. And she, she was, was excellent. We also saw her in Wasted. Which she was the saving was, grace of that show. Which, yep, was not her fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, there is also everybody needs work. You know, <laughs> yeah. there is also a child in the cast and they've not announced photos. who it is, and it makes yeah, me like, sad. Oh, castings announced, and they put a kid front and center. Yeah. but who's the little they boy? They haven't said who he is. Let him Jason have his moment. Is, Jason's a prominent part he's of the a, cast. He's he one of them. He's a main roles. character. He's a main character, but I would say he's more main than Cordelia and Charlotte. Yes, like I would not if I didn't have the names Cordelia and Charlotte in front of me. You wouldn't be. Able I would to just say. say the lesbians from next door. <laughs> Like, but you know, I'm sure that poor child. I hope he yeah. gets his own casting announcement. Yeah, I I wouldn't say that this is what I predicted from this casting, but I am very intrigued to see them all. I can't wait in action. I'm more excited now than I was before we had the God casting. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt Cardle. Yes, Matt Cardle. <laughs> Honestly, I read it and I was like, this must be a joke. Like, surely uh, not. Surely I'm he's so not. I'm glad that I didn't see it until you WhatsApp me. <laughs> It was the best way to receive the news. <laughs> Just in all caps with oh, a lot of cardinal enthusiasm. I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. I have his book, you know. Do you know book? what? Well, when he went next factor, it was like a photo book, like my journey. And I have it. Oh my God. He did a signing in, I want to say Selfridges in the Trafford Centre oh up in God. Manchester. And I didn't queue to get the book signed, but <laughs> I did go to the front to see him signing books. I just stood oh. there for a while and watched him. 
I also not, went to the X Factor. I'm not sure if that's year. better. Or worse. Oh, it's worse. It's much, much worse. Oh. I'm just thrilled that he's doing well for himself. The next piece of news is that the National Theatre has announced its new season, so it's 2019-2020 season. Um, nothing that has like jumped out at us as being super exciting, but some cool things with like good casting. Mm-hmm. So we won't run, run through everything because it would take all day. But my brilliant friend is transferring from the Rose Theatre Kingston, which is obviously the ad- adaptation of Elena Ferranti's novel series which is great having read it it's absolutely fantastic but yeah it's been really well reviewed in kingston so that is transferring with the entire original cast and running in the olivier theater from november another production of three sisters which is the Chekhov play um is opening in december that is what patsy Ferran has just been in at the almeida i want to say directed by the same yes. person who directed her in summer and smoke so it's a Chekhov's having a whale of a time <laughs> great time for Chekhov. <laughs> And then probably the most exciting thing is The Antipodes, which is a play by Annie Baker. It's running in the Dorfman Theatre from October. It's got quite a cool cast. So Conleth Hill, who you may know as Varys from Game of Thrones, is going to be in it, alongside Arthur Darville, Hadley Fraser. I love Hadley Fraser. Yes, I I love Arthur Darville. Um, There are lots and lots of other plays. I can't really see from this list any musicals. So yeah, if you like plays, get yourself to the National. You can get quite good tickets quite cheap for most national the things. The national's good. There's a lot of... Look over the full list. There's a lot of exciting stuff. Francesca Martinez, Neil Gaiman adaptation, Tony Kushner. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, another national institution. <laughs> nice. Is, I, that, I don't have a segue for the end of that sentence, but basically Ian McKellen <laughs> has announced 80... West End show or not 80 West End shows that sounds like he's doing 80 productions um, <laughs> he is doing man. 80 performances at the West in the West End for his 80th birthday so it's just a a one man show just talking about his life is and, that what it is things. I'm pretty sure yeah just stories of his career and his upbringing I mean he has had a pretty impressive has, life yeah. and career so good for him all um, of people love him all of the money is going to theatre charities as yes. well from the run of the show which is lovely which he's is nice. been doing a tour around the country and he's already raised over one million pounds for venues and theatre organisations across the UK so that's really really nice yeah it's nice he can still bring in a crowd he's still got it people people love him so you can you can see him at the Harold Pinter Theatre from the 20th of September through to the 5th of January and they're doing yeah. 80 tickets per performance at £10 See what they did there? 80? Because he's 80. 80. He's, turning, 80? he's turning 80. 80 I think he looks zero. older than 80. Don't you? Um, like considering um, Attenborough is what? Like 95? Which is mad. I'm really worried about maybe. him. I mean, he is going to die soon. I oh, know. I don't like to think about it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, David. <sighs> and the big news. Do you want to do the big news, I Rachel? can do the big news if you want. Um, the big news is that, like, completely out of the blue, but extremely excitingly, Jake Gyllenhaal and Annalie Ashford are bringing their award-winning performances in Sunday in the Park with George to the West End in 2020. So this ran in New York at the Hudson Theatre in 2017. So I think, I mean, I had absolutely no expectation no, that it would totally ever come off, here. It was totally off my radar. Completely off my radar. And I'm amazed, A, that it's coming here, B, that they've got Gyllenhaal and Ashford to do it. Yeah. Which is really exciting. They're both so good. And I remember I watched videos of them performing numbers from the show back in 2017, clearly. And they were both seem to be really, really well cast in these roles. And they mm. both have lovely voices and obviously very 
very good at the acting. Mm. This is just, it's very exciting. I'm so excited. And another show that I feel like I should see. So it's really exciting to have the opportunity to see such yes. a high caliber production. Yeah, I've always like thought I need to at some point see Sunday yeah. in the Part of George. One day I'd like, probably not all the much that I was going to say, I'd like to have seen every Sundown musical, but it's like a lot that I probably don't care about that much. Yeah, but it'd be But this is one of the ones yeah. that I do really want to see. Um, so that's going to run at the Savoy Theatre from the 11th of June to 5th of September 2020. Tickets are available now. Like, it's all just come very much out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, further casting is to be announced, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited about Anne Lee Ashford and Joe Gyllenhaal, obviously, but I just love Anne Lee Ashford and I never thought she'd come out over here to do a West End run of anything. That's very exciting. So, yeah, off the back of that news, we thought we would talk about some shows that we wish would transfer to the West End shows that may have closed on Broadway or may still be open but that never made it over here but we want them we want them too we, wa- we want them sort here. of playing fast and loose because the first one of mine like started here but never did West End interesting is it Hades Town? it, <laughs> it is <laughs> no it's not um no the first one that I wanted to mention was the colour purple oh okay yeah because I immensely regret not seeing it at the Chocolate Factory when it was here with Cynthia Erivo. And I also regret that it didn't do a bigger run. Yeah, I think I'll allow that. Thank you very much. Because it obviously had so much success on Broadway and... The casting on Broadway, yeah, yeah, the casting on Broadway was incredible. Like Cynthia Erivo, Jennifer Hudson, Danielle Brooks, like incredible. Would love to have seen that, and would love for that to one day come here. And I'm just um, not annoyed at her, but someone asked Cynthia Erivo like when are you next going to do theatre and she's like when I find a role that's as good as Seeley and I'm like can't you just do it here then so we can see you again please don't just never do theatre again like come on give the people what they want Cynthia Cynthia I mean she's doing her movie thing at the moment isn't she so and just working out half the time working out doing marathons being in films so yeah I still sort of semi hold out hope that she'll do that again one day and I'll get to see it because the cast recording is just beautiful but it's not the same as seeing her live yeah I'll maybe take one that has also kind of been here, Spring Awakening, which did have a West End run, didn't do well on the West End, didn't last very long, and was Here's ten years ago. Was that the first show we ever saw? I know it wasn't like West End, but was that the first show we ever saw together? We saw Spring Awakening. That's a really at good question. Our at university uni. did um, University Musical Theatre Society did Spring Awakening in like a real like wasn't it like in our student club? It was in yeah yeah it sure <laughs> was in tutus. It was in tutus, and yeah, was that the first that show we ever saw? The, that must have been the first show we saw together. Aww. I think it must have been. That's and so that's nice. why it's on my list because it has such an emotional <laughs> place in my heart. But that yes. was actually really good because it was the good. Wendler in it was. I always. Why do I mention Andrew the Webber in every but single show? She was. She was on the Dorothy version. I think she went out second, but she was great. She and was I'm really sad that she went out early, but she was the Wendler. Yeah, and she was, she was fantastic in it. Wendler Bergman. I mean, it um, was quite awkward to see in like a very very small theatre with like their friends and family because it's like. This is yeah. like scene at the end. Of I mean, I've only ever seen. Like, mm. Yeah, I've only ever seen. And I thought they would simulate it more. Do you know what I mean? And they didn't like he like took his trousers down. Because I've seen that, and I saw my friend in it at Fringe in Edinburgh. Right. So that like I've never seen yeah. a pr- professional production. Uh, live, live. I've never live. <laughs> yeah. Seen it live, professionally done. So but this, do you mean the Deaf West production? I do or? mean the Deaf West. Mm. So yeah, a few years ago, no, two years ago now. I seriously I have lost all years. concept of time. But let's say it was two years ago. The Deaf West production transferred to New York from California. And California, California, California. <laughs> California. Uh, beautiful. 
and that was a production Thanks. which kind of half God, the cast were song is so nostalgic for me I'm sorry know, right? every time I hear it I'm like oh uh, Seth yeah. sorry uh, carry on say, say that again because I interrupted you um, so yeah the Deaf West production of it half the cast were deaf hard of hearing and half the cast were, were West were West <laughs> and half the cast were um, hearing actors and they had basically all of it had ASL obviously that's a problem that they would have to translate ASL to BSL so American Sign Language oh God, yeah, to course. British Sign Language but the American Sign work. Language was incorporated into the production in like really really beautiful ways and so the ca- actors who were deaf had sort of counterparts in the band who would sing for them so there were people who played so Vendela was played by a deaf actress but one of the guitarists in the band was her voice and they like was really interesting stuff with how they did that and the um, kind of clash between people in modern clothing and in old-fashioned clothing and it was just such a beautiful production it adds like like, an extra layer to the show that was really stunning and i wouldn't be mad if austin mckenzie came over (laughs) with it because he was phenomenal and still looks young enough i think i mean probably is still younger than jonathan groff was when he was on yep, Broadway. Probably. What, is he? I don't know. As John Longoff's still quite young, though. Yeah. And I feel like probably him and... I mean, Leah Michelle was offensively young. Yes, uh, she The, the broad, original Broadway cast were very young. But, you know, still. He definitely still looks like he could play Melchior. And yeah. he was one of the... Maybe the only main lead... I mean, of the, like, core core casting, he was basically the only one who um, was a hearing actor, but it's, he's kind of pretty fluent in ASL anyway. So... He could do both really easily, but all the hearing cast like learned how to sign and it was just a really lovely production and I just think it's a shame that Spring Awakening never really got its moment on the West End. It for whatever reason didn't catch on. But I think it might it would do better now. Still not yeah. amazingly well, possibly. But I think the West End hadn't quite got to it wasn't ready for it. It wasn't ready. But I think it's ready now. I think it's ready, bring and, it back. And I think there's no kind of form of disability really represented in West End Theatre. Um, no, there's not. So, let's start with Spring no. Awakening. My next yeah. one is actually two rolled into one, um, mm. because it's just sort of We're like... fast and loose. I'm playing fast and loose with my rules here. Um, it's two revivals that have happened on Broadway recently that I just think should come here, just because they just should. And mm. one of which actually might, which is extremely promising. Um, I want my fair lady to come here. I want like a nice fancy new production of My Fair Lady. I want Laura Bernanti to come with it because I'd love to see Laura Bernanti in something and I think it would be nice to see her in this. Although I would also quite like to see a British actress because, you know. Accents. The accents and things. And American actors trying to do British accents is one of my least favourite things Especially in the world. Especially because with My Fair Lady, it's already a little bit caricaturish. For yeah. a British actor, it's like, you know. Yes. The yeah. line is Just get fine. Julie Andrews in it. Oh my God. Bring yeah. her back. She's young enough. She can, she can pass. She can actually probably can't literally can't sing yeah, no. anymore i mean <laughs> her poor she, she cannot sing and the other one is hello dolly mm, because there have been rumors about haven't there there have but nothing concrete no and i and i want gavin creel in it and i want taylor trench in it and i want beanie feldstein oh. in it yeah i mean yeah beanie's too famous for it now do you think i don't know maybe she should do it just for the london of it that'd be nice wouldn't it I love that I'd we're like talking that. about it like it's a thing that's happening. Like we can make it sun- happen. If it was the same sort of fi- thing as Sunday, where it's like a very limited summer yeah, run. very limited run. You'll have a nice little summer in London. Yeah, like that's like filming a movie, isn't it? I care more about Gavin Crowley than any of the others. Of course you but, do. 
you know, that's just how it is. But Beanie Feldstein would be amazing to see. Bette Midler would also be great to see. Oh, it? yeah. Just because she's an institution, isn't she? She is. But I just feel like, again, it's another one that we've not had mm. a production of in a long time. And it's just a classic story, isn't it? Yeah. And especially since Wally came out, that just had a special place in my heart for Hello, Dolly. Nice. Because that's the musical that Wally is obsessed with. And oh, sweet, sweet Wally, his little video of it with his little. Oh, don't I cry again. Oh, oh it's the best, the best film. Um, so yeah, I'm combining them into one because it's sort of on the same theme. Okay, sure. I'll, maybe I'll go with a little revival next. Go on then. A uh, very recent revival, Once on This Island. That was on my list too. Mm, I thought it mm. might be that, so mm-hmm. I thought we might have overlap there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've even picked a theatre. I think you should go into the Playhouse Theatre. Oh, you've already decided where it should I've go. I've decided. Nice. Um, I'll put them in touch. I don't know anyone <laughs> at the Playhouse Theatre and I don't know anyone on the Once on This Island production team. <laughs> because why would I? But I think it would work very well there in a similar way to The Jungle with a setup like it's a very flexible theatre, isn't it? Yeah. And I just think that I want to see it and there was a goat. I want to see it. I want to see the goat. I want to see the goat. I just think (sighs) it's... The production, like beyond even the music and all that, I think this production the way it took over the whole theatre which is where it might struggle with the kind of balcony level but it worked for the jungle so I'm sure they'd make it work in the theatre that I've given them um, <laughs> yeah. you're welcome guys. I would like to see how they've done Fiddler there as well theater, maybe could work in Bridge if it's Bridge is big though isn't it Bridge isn't that big maybe it'd work there Bridge is any bigger than them. they can do a lot of cool stuff with... and there's a lot of grass out front for the goat oh, you can have a little graze in between the matinee and the evening <laughs> oh uh. Yeah. I, I would be mad if the cast came over. I would like Leia Salonga. Leia Salonga. Isaac Cole Powell's very sure, good. Sure, yeah. I mean, like, I would I would not be... Alex Newell, wouldn't sure. be Alex Newell for sure. Wouldn't be offended at all. Actually, we forgot to mention Alex Newell last week when we were talking about how Lee Stroker has done well from the Glee Project. We forgot to mention that Alex Newell has also done extremely well out of the Glee Project. Was um, Blake, was he Glee Project? Blake Jenner. He, yeah, was he... He was Glee Project. And he's also done quite well for himself in the movies. Melissa Benoist. Benoist? She's done She's... very well for herself. She, she wasn't Glee Project, oh, though, was she? Was she? Just... she was just cast in it. I mean, the Glee Project. Make who, stars. Who knew? Out of Damien McGinty? Is Probably. that half his Wonder what he's up real to. life name? Probably just back in Ireland, isn't he? Probably doing Riverdance. Probably just working in a pub in Dublin. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Oh, poor Damien. And Sam Larson. What's voice. Sam Larson doing these days? Oh, God, I completely forgot about him. Just appropriating culture. We are we are stepping lots. on the toes of our Glee Watch here. Let's <laughs> That's just not do this. We're just There's so excited. It's coming of time to discuss this at a later date. Um, but yeah, I'd also love to see Once on this Island. That was definitely on my list. My oh. next one, I also probably could have rounded into my revivals category, my classic revivals. Right. But it's sort of a new interpretation of a classic. Um, and it's the, we've already discussed this really, but it's the current Borough production of Oklahoma, which is like a raunchier, darker version of it. So yeah, I... I think the cast sounds amazing. We saw Rebecca Naomi Jones in Hedwig, which we will come back mm. to in a second. Um, mm. And she was fantastic in that. And I'd like to see her again. I think she should just come over here and do it. I think they should bring... I feel like this is one, though, because of the because the interpretation is like... really interesting. The car- Although yeah. the cast are great, yeah, it would be like just to have a completely different take on a really classic show would mm. be great. Really cool. I just feel like it would do well here. I think we yeah. like do well with sort of like dark versions of things, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and again, it could be like, be quite small, but the many A would be quite nice for it probably. Yeah. Um, or the National. Or the National. Yeah. Mm. 
because from what i've seen the set isn't that complicated yeah the only thing that i do insist they do is bring the chili with them because at the moment on broadway they're like give you chili that they're making chili on stage and then they give you the chili and i'm like give me the chili feed me during the show i I can't think of anything better yeah it's like waitress with the pies and now the chili i'm like if this is a trend i am (laughs) on board i need to eat for every show i need to snack yeah that's a very good pick thank you um mine is just as high caliber a show Mm. Mm. and it's never gonna come here but it's newsies there were lots of rumors it was so many rumors when newsies was on broadway that was gonna come here it never did i just want to see some enthusiastic young men dancing (laughs) that's just what i want look at them the flipping and the jumping and a spinning you missed a spinning spinning. um that's not a tapping tapping they yeah just being joyful Mm. There's nothing really to say about this one. I just like Newsies and I just think it would do quite well here for a little bit. I think it would. It's good fun and I would enjoy it. When Disney went out of like films, recent films to re-release and produce, then, yeah, you know, they could bring Newsies back. Classic Alan Menken score could happen. You know, there's not enough enough roles for young white men on theatre. There's not. There's not enough jobs for young white men, really. Yeah. Think of the think of the young white men. Will someone think of them? Maybe when Book of Mormon closes and there's just these Mormon-like <laughs> men wandering the streets <laughs> of us. London. Please. Open for newsies. <laughs> and then our last one is one that was also on both of our lists. Uh-huh. And again, it's one that we've talked about at length before. And also, I mean, it's kind of a cheat because we did see it on Broadway. <laughs> so, But... <laughs> I th- like. I would like to see it again. I would love to see it again, and I think it's another one where the casting opportunities are amazing. Yes. Um. So it's Hedwig. It's Hedwig. And the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. Um. Richard Fleishman for Hedwig. As we have as said before, but we will say it again. <laughs> we will never stop saying <laughs> Richard Fleishman for Hedwig. Richard Fleishman for anything. Hedwig is just great. There's no. Again, I don't really know what to say except it is, and I do think like it's. It's a gorgeous never had a score. Lung- a Lund- yes. It's never had a London run. I think it's a really great time for a show like Hedwig. It's got the right sort of um, feel. In that same way, it's kind of dark humour. I think it would work well for a British audience. Because mm. it's really funny. Yeah. Just, the music's just gorgeous. Yeah, and it can't be that expensive to produce because you barely got a cast. There's not much staging. There's not much staging. It's a small band. Yeah. A small onstage band. Yeah, there's like four onstage band, two cast members. Yeah easy why don't we just like, produce literally it? what's what's i'll be yitzhak here? i'll be hedwig <laughs> so <laughs> done and unless richard feesman wants in which case i will you'll just happily become down. a drummer <laughs> i could pick that up i'm sure i could figure it out <laughs> oh my god can you imagine richard feesman's hedwig i genuinely i just think i also think it's because it's obviously it's for... set around the time of the berlin wall like we're closer than broadway are to the berlin wall mm. like london deserves hedwig for any producers out there <laughs> this is what we want from you not you bill kenwright <laughs> <laughs> although the casting bill kenwright casting for hedwig <laughs> might be spectacular michael ball is hedwig <laughs> oh my god no he's too old i mean they but like tay diggs and neil patrick harris aren't young you know what that's true that's the thing hedwig is Thank such you, a what's his name hall. michael c hall is not young not doesn't young. look young yeah michael ball for hedwig we've, we always, we've always said he can do anything yep so that is a brief roundup of some of the Broadway productions that we would like to see come over here. Um, if you what's it, if you build it, they will come. So yes, this is us. What's that? Building Se- it. Secreting is that the thing? Where people yeah, the say? secret where you yeah. like project we've said, what you we've want said into it. the universe and you like hold it in your heart. I, I'm holding Richard Fleishman's Hedwig in my heart yeah. all day long. Trust me. Yeah, 
So cross your fingers for us. Obviously, we will take credit when these things actually happen. We'll be like, well, it's 100%. because we mentioned it absolutely a year ago on the podcast. Definitely, we we secreted it. It's because all the the big movers and shakers in the West End are listening right now. Oh, of course. Sorry, Bill Kenwright. <laughs> we that, love you, Bill. For that shade. <laughs> That is it for this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening. As we said, we'll be back in August. And at the end of July, beginning of August, we have Bridge Madison County, The View Upstairs, Crescent Laughter, Six. And then we've got Falsettos at the beginning of September as well. See, we're going to things. It's been been a while. It's been a while. And we feel like we've kind of like shove them all together in like the space of six always, weeks i feel like it always happens like that yeah there's gonna so be we'll a lot reviews. a lot of reviews coming your way which is exciting i'm excited to see a lot of these things i'm also excited to go on holiday <laughs> i need a holiday. Oh, i'm so jealous so yeah thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in august yay summer have a nice month yes <laughs> bye, bye.